It is the Zach Sang Show. I am Zach. That is Dan. Heather's over there. And James Arthur is here. Come on. What's up? Everybody. James Arthur. I see you back there. Clap. Hey, get off your cell phone. Yeah, clap. Love pillow guy. You better clap your hands. Come on, pillow guy. Come on. (laughs) Bloody hell. James Arthur is here. Yes, I am. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm, you know, hanging, living life, feeling good. I'm so happy to be here. I, I love this show. Well, th- that makes me really happy. Like, mm. one of the first things you said when you walked in the room was that you, you, you watch our interviews. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah, no, I do. I watch them all, yeah. This and another another show. Who? Oh, I watch The Breakfast Show as well. Uh, the, the Breakfast Club? Yes. The Breakfast Club, yeah. Yeah, they're great. The, you guys are the two that I watch all the time. No disrespect to any others, but... No, <laughs> that is an honor to be yeah. looped in with them. Yeah. They're really freaking good. But you have some good radio over in the UK. Yeah, we do, we do, we do. Um, we've only got a couple, though. You guys have got a thousand so, uh, radio stations. Insane. Yeah, but yeah. Which, which side is better? Would you rather have a thousand or just the best one or two? Well, I've had the time of my life, like, in, in America the last month, just traveling around all the different stations. You yeah. know, it's been amazing. Um, but yeah, we saved the best to last, I think. I mean, can you just describe that to me, right? Because mm. you're traveling America pretty much for the first time. Yeah. And we're going to get into who you are and what your deal is, which I find fascinating. What you've Thank achieved you. over in the UK, all the success and mm-hmm. everything that came with it, you know? But you, you come here to the United States, it's kind of like a rebirth almost. Yeah. Is that a right way to kind of phrase it? Yeah. I would, yeah. I think I think it, it does feel like that, yeah, yeah. because um, I had a bit of success in the UK. Um, I went in the X Factor in, in 2012, and and then I pressed the self-destruct button a little bit and lost my record deal. And yeah. you know when people go away from the X Factor, you know when um, when when somebody who you know wins the show and brings out a single. And then it does whatever, and my, it did pretty well. And it, it it didn't just do pretty well. Yeah. It was the number one selling single <laughs> yeah. in X Factor history, and yeah. still holds that title today. That's right, and I'm I'm super proud of it. Um, but then, like I said, pressed the self destruct button, fought against the whole fame thing and everything, and um, I lost my deal. Two years went by where you know everybody kind of wrote me off and. I wasn't really supposed to make any kind of comeback. It never really happens. It's kind of a miracle. But this song is just. Um, reinvigorated my career, brought me all the way to, to your show, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> you yeah. win the X Factor, and you pretty much get thrown into this, mm-hmm. the belly of the beast. That's right, yeah. And you're not prepared. No. Like, what are you making of it? Like, your first 48 hours post X Factor success? Well, I mean, overnight. I mean, I went from being very poor and having not, you know, not many opportunities. I was, you know, grafting I was working yeah. for 10 years trying to make it well just not not even trying to make it I was never trying to be famous or t- I'm not trying to make loads of money I just wanted to be able to do music for a job and um, you know there's minimal opportunities I didn't really get anywhere and one day I'm um, I'm sitting in this room that's no this, this flat that's no bigger than you know most people's bathrooms like I'm sharing a toilet with like six guys that just oh. got out of prison or so I'm in a bad place Jeez. and my, my electricity goes out and um, I'm ringing everybody calling everybody saying hey borrow me some money I need to put some lights on and they think I'm just trying to you know swindle some money for, for whatever yeah because um, I used to you know be, be a bit of a rebel uh, drugs booze maybe a bit self medication yeah. um and uh, eventually I got through to my mom and she was like, look, the X Factor are, are taking a truck around the country and they're in our hometown right now. Get your ass out of bed. Go and sing them a song and see what they it's say. Amazing. And I'll give you some money. You can get your lights back. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this. I don't. It's not for me. I'm not 
I don't look like a pop star. I'm, I'm not your conventional. I don't fit the criteria. Yeah. But I did it because I needed some some lights on. <laughs> <laughs> you needed oh, yeah. to eat. So I needed to eat. So I joined the back of this queue and I stayed there for hours and I thought about leaving it a million times. And anyway, long story short, wow. they heard me. They fast-tracked me to the TV audition. Three months later, I'm the winner of The X Factor and one of the most famous men in Britain overnight. Jeez. And I just was like, what the... I'm best friends with Nicole Scherzinger all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Ed's hanging out with Ed Sheeran, you know, just... And it's crazy. And I, I, I really didn't know how to deal with it. I developed really bad anxiety. I, I, understandable. Yeah. I, de- I developed real bad anxiety. And I was having a lot of attacks. And, and I'm normally a laid-back, chilled guy, and I didn't know what to do with it. Well, um, what made you anxious? Was it the popularity? Was it the pressure to deliver? I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was... I was, tr- you know, I had to s- strike a balance between being uh, a-, a reality TV show winner, a guy that Janet from Grimsby <laughs> voted for on a yeah. Saturday night, <laughs> to um, a guy that has his own visions and a guy that wants to make music that that from a voice to an artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it beca- what used to be the expression and used to help me through those anxieties became my job. And there was, I was putting pressure on myself. I wanted to be the best there was. I wanted to be... Not many male winners have made it. In fact, none of, none of them. None of them have made it. And when they go away, they never come back. And that's what's miraculous about all this is I went away because I, I pressed that self-destruct button and I kicked against the label and Simon and all this stuff. And You, um, you I, rebelled hard. Yeah. You re- <laughs> but but yeah. a part of it's... Under- no, nobody would have bet on me coming back. Are you thankful that your mom called you that day and yeah. said, get your ass out of bed? <laughs> yes, I am. You know, me and my mom have, have had, our, had our, our problems, our ups and downs over the years, but I mean, she's, she played a big part in, in making me very happy now. What, how did she take all this? Oh, she's super proud, you know. She's she's on Twitter all day, every day. <laughs> Just like she's like she's taking all of the fans under her wing. She's like thinks she's everyone's mom. So that's it's, awesome. It's yeah, it's great, man. What fuels you now, right? What is it? What what keeps you going? What what, what pushes the fifteen hour days? What pushes the you know one hundred fifty radio stops? I just love it. I mean, I'm I just love it. I love my job. I'm, I mean, I'm really motivated by, um, I'm motivated by people being inspired by by what i'm doing you know like i get i get messages of people saying uh, we're gonna get married to your song or, or, or like uh you got me through a rough time like that's that's i mean and i get to travel around this beautiful country for a month and get paid for it well, i mean it's a good life it's not it's not, it ain't bad it ain't bad <laughs> by the way our, our producer kristen will be getting married or hopefully oh, yeah. her, her husband suggested yeah, you were saying yeah fiance suggested that you know say you won't let go be the song oh really that's power. That's pretty cool. Maybe I'll make an appearance. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah, after I've hit that treadmill when I get home. <laughs> get Wedding a, shape get ready. Get a tuxedo again. Now, I've heard you say you're embarrassed about your past, but if it wasn't for all those mistakes, like where do you think you'd be today, like career-wise? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'm embarrassed by if, I ha- if I'm confronted with it, but I'm also like, I don't regret any of it. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any of it. It was meant to be. It was clearly meant to be. It was clearly part of my, my journey. And that makes um, your music what it is now. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Back I mean, if if I hadn't have had that like downfall in a way, if I didn't have that make those mistakes, I'd be singing about um I'm on the beach in Bahamas now. I'm like <laughs> everything's great. I got loads of money, loads of girls and all that stuff. You'd be like, a rapper with a guitar. I'd be a rapper with a guitar, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but now that you kind of that it's getting better and you're having success, like what do you write about going forward? Well, I write about um I mean, the the album that I just wrote was 
was about, um, like I said, loving yourself again and re- rediscovering yourself and who knows what's possible mm-hmm. if you do that. And and that, um, and then I dropped the album and then the things that I sort of dreamt on that album came true. Like, it's it's amazing. I'm, I'm nominated for a couple of Brit Awards and I never thought that was Wait, that was possible. You put it out there to the universe. I put it music. into the universe. And that's, what they, yeah, this is, this is where I'm going with this is like, you put things out in the universe, you play with that, that laws of attraction thing. Yeah. And, um... And things things will come true. The secret is real. It's real, man. Have you read that book? I've I've read it. Yeah, it's I've read it. I've read a few things like the power of now as well as a good yeah. one. Yeah. You know, you got to live in that. You got to live in the moment. Wow, 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 wow. What do you What do you think about award shows? Because you know, you have people like Drake, Justin Bieber, Kanye West saying the Grammys are irrelevant. Do you care if you win or if you're nominated? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 obviously like for any artist, I think an, a, an incredible thing to be mm-hmm. acknowledged by those things. But I can see their point, and you know, in terms of. Um, you know, validation. Like, why? Why do I need an, an award to validate my music? You know, is art ever validated, or it's when it's never, va- it's never validated? I don't. Think it's, I mean, it's it's about. I think it's validated by um, you. You know, it's, it's yeah. you've got to love it. I think. Does validation ruin art from outside outside perspectives? The idea that you need to create music that's good enough to get a Grammy, yeah. right? Does that muddy the water and the emotions that are actually being expressed? Does I, think, that- I think only if you let it, you know what I mean? You know, you're in control of that. You know, that's something that you, as an artist, you control that. Nobody else can control that. Yeah, it's like, it's the same idea if somebody's going into the studio solely to create a hit and they feel like exactly. they've broken down what a hit could be. Yeah, there's no formula, I don't think. I no. Think I think it's just about honesty and, and, and authenticity. And with you, honesty is key. You know, say you mm-hmm. won't let go. Can you tell me your story behind that? Because everybody else, when they hear that song, mm-hmm. it's been in my playlist for weeks now. You, yeah. you, you form your own story. You figure out how that yeah, relates that, to me. Yeah, exactly. That's the idea. Is you know, I want people to. I mean, the the second half of the song is from my imagination. The first, the first bit is like you know, from uh, I'm drawing upon memories of falling in love, house parties, and. You know, uh, you have a few drinks with a girl and she's throwing up and you're holding her hair back and she <laughs> turns around and smiles at you and you fall in love. You know, that, that those those real moments in life, you know, we are, it can be an, an unorthodox way that you find someone that they, they you can you can be found in the darkness and they can, you know, um, bring light to your life and stuff like that. And then the second half of the song is, you know, talking about where I think we all want to be and that's with somebody, uh, a partner that to share the rest of our lives with. And, yeah. and, we, and in this day and age, I think it's hard to keep hold of those things. And oh, I want to, <laughs> yes. want to remind people that, you know, if, if you find something that you love or someone that you love, like hold on to it. What state are you in when you write this song? Because you said a lot of it, you know, ma- imagination, right? You're yeah. putting yourself in other people's shoes. You're trying mm-hmm. to kind of like be, see it from their perspective, right? You're empathetic yeah. in that sense. You're trying to gather other stories. What, what do you do? How does that work? Do you go somewhere? What's the process? Um, I mean, things... I don't want to sound like Rain Man or anything like that. A lot of the time, they just, they'll just come to me. I can be sitting on an aircraft or... I don't know. It could be, any, it could be anywhere. Yeah, the concept will come to me. I, I'm inspired by films. I watch a lot of films. Okay. By life. Um, yeah, it's usually like... Um, Something that'll just come into my head, really. There's no, there's never really any set process. Uh, Sober, uh, one of my favorite songs off the record. Yeah, I think it's great. One, Thank you give you. a nice Beyonce shout out. I, I love how you. I love. By the way, <laughs> if you have the whole Beyonce. album, you have really great like like mainstream like just tie-ins. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a message to Beyonce's twins? Do I have a message? Uh, I mean, they're unborn, but I'm sure up. she'll play this for them. After that photograph, stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you see that photo? You got? Do you see that photo? And what do you think? Right? Like, is this? The, do you think this is the total opposite of how I ever want to be? 
Mm. Next question. Okay. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I, listen, I love Beyonce. That surprised me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never ever felt that way about Beyonce. Like, why, why, what does that mean? But is it because you kind of listen to her lyrics? Her lyrics yeah. are beautiful and they are deep and they have a real story yeah. there. She's a, to me, she's a real artist, like a, yes. tor- a tormented artist, you know, like a real, you know, she's um, a slave to her art and she's yeah. like, I feel like she's really authentic. Um, but I, I didn't get the f- the photo personally. But I think yeah. it's, it's she looked hot of, as as usual. That's what I yeah, said. she she, she always looks great. But I mean, for me personally, like if I try and put myself in her shoes, if I was having twins, I, I wouldn't. The first thing I would w- would think would be, "Cool, I'm having twins. I'm off work for a bit." I wouldn't think, "Let's go, <laughs> let's go at the studio. Let's put a veil on, <laughs> and let's take some hot pictures of this." Yeah, this is this people is need to I see think. this. Yeah, yes. people need to see this. But I mean. More power to her. To her. <laughs> Let her live life. She, she's amazing. She's earned it. She's earned the right to do whatever she wants. Tell me the story behind Sober. Um, the story behind Sober, it's not. It's really not that deep, to be honest. Um, it's like I was writing all these songs for this album, like from you know um, these fight songs and these like redemption songs, yeah. and, and I just wanted to light, you know, break it up a little bit and 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 lighten up the. Uh, Lighten up the the theme a little bit, and this one just feels like a house party tune. You know, it does one that you just kind of. I was imagining the video of me like uh, just a crazy house party. Are you so okay? Are you d- directing your own music videos? Is that you? I would like to. Yeah, yeah, I would like to. I mean, I do. I have, I have a lot of input in the videos. Yeah, put it out into the universe. Mm-hmm, the law of attraction. That's the one, my friend. Yeah. What is on your list of things you need to attract? Um, Ariana Grande. Uh, number one. <laughs> okay. You and Mac Miller do have the same type of vibe going on. Yeah, got we, the, the, the scruff, the tattoos. Yeah, we are. A bit, we are. We are similar in some ways. Obviously, I'm much better looking. But yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yes. No, but, no I'm kidding. So, okay, I'm let's he's, be real. He's great. I was joking, by the way. Slash deadly serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ariana's on your list. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, no, she's taken, of course, and I'm a fan of is. Mac Miller. So let's let's not start some. Some beef. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, well, I just want to continue. Like, I just want to continue cementing my career and reaching more people. You know, one of my my biggest dreams has been to um, come here to America, and I'm, I've been I've been so inspired by American music all my life. And to, I think for a British artist, it feels like um, kind of the ultimate sense of achievement to be yeah. recognised here, and to get and it's it's like a bit more validation. Um, you know, when, when all the best soul music and pop music and R&B music has come from here. Which, you know, I can debate you and say I think some of the best pop music comes from oh, across sure. the pond. For sure, for sure. But, you know, talking about Beyonce and you know, those kind of people, like... It's a different world. Yeah. It really is. I mean, <clears throat> so w- w- you see America, you want to conquer it all, right? I mean, you're a little afraid at uh, all or no? Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit nervous. I mean, I've had three hours sleep in the last three days or something, Jesus. so... So it, it can be a bit, a bit overwhelming coming to this show. Like I said, that I've been watching online and you know wanting to come and come and do. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a big task. I think you know, there's a lot lot to um, lot to do. But I'm I'm confident that my music will speak for itself. Well, speaking of the validation, what do you think of uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Camila Cabello performing your song? Oh yeah, yeah I just saw her today. I just saw C- uh, Camila today. Yeah, she, that was amazing. Yeah. Did you watch the performance? She's got so many fans. Like they've just been. Oh, it's bl- insane! Blowing my Twitter off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going wild at the moment. It's just nonstop since she tweeted. When you look at the, like the pop music world, right? You yeah. look at you see Camila. You obviously you see people like Ariana, yeah. Noah Cyrus, Labyrinth. Mm. I saw that oh, tweet exchange. I, lo- I love that. Yeah, Labyrinth is is. is Amazing. He's one of my uh, friends, yeah. 
Dude, the Labyrinth, Emily Sunday, mm-hmm. Beneath Your Beautiful, written wow. by Mike Posner. That's wow. one of my favorite songs yeah. of all time. That That's a great writing combination, actually, Mike Posner and Labyrinth. They, yeah. they, they work, I've worked with them two together as well. And they're, they're like, they're next level. Can you explain that studio to me? Like, um, how, like what is going on in that room? It's super zany, like super, just the creative juices are flowing. Like, those two guys are just just non-stop with ideas. Not a lot gets finished because we're moving. <laughs> yeah. we're You're mo- always moving. Yeah, we're like, next song, next song, next song. Yeah, but it, there's some amazing stuff that comes out of it. You need to work with Labyrinth. I think that's yeah. a really cool partnership. Well, I'm trying, I'm, I'm bugging him all the time to uh, good to uh, get some tunes together. Who's on the list? Who do you want to work with? Oh, man. Um, I've always dreamed of working with with some of the big hip-hop artists like like Drake and I mean I'm aiming cool. high I'm aiming high <laughs> Law of Attraction aim high yeah, put aim, it out exactly. there exactly Eminem of course you know Jersey like the biggest the that's biggest a, ones yeah that's huge but I mean loads you know J. Cole I really like as well and, cool um, yeah I mean just any, I mean anyone I, I love to collaborate I love to work with other artists I mean that's something I want to do a lot more of yeah for sure I mean it, it is important right I mean when you get yeah. into the studio with somebody else you can kind of you learn from them you mesh with them you yeah. pick up things yeah of course yeah you learn you, you're always learning from people yeah I, I would love to see you and Ed Sheeran do a song together. Yeah, well, we jammed, we jammed a little bit. Um, yeah, we, we hung out a bit. We, we've done a few few little things together. But, um, you know, it's hard to go, should we uh, do a song together? <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless an A&R like, comes in and says, you guys are doing the song for a single. Like, it's, it's, it's a bit contrived and a bit, uh, like, I feel uncomfortable saying, Ed, I need you. I, want, I need your help. <laughs> you don't want to crap where you eat. Yeah, know? yeah. And, you know, I think... Um, People like me and Ed, we like to do things that are maybe a, a little, um, you know, the other end of the spectrum to to what we do. You know, me and Ed yes. together, we we don't do a, the same thing, but we're in, I guess we're in the same realm. It would be a very interesting song, right? It would be. It, it would be definitely. And is there two vocals on it? We definitely some... break the internet if we do a song together. Oh my god! It, have, it would be have, pretty good. You have pretty no cool. idea. Yeah. Well, well, you I guys know. maybe start campaigning for that, like you asking someone. <laughs> maybe that's well. He's coming here on Valentine's Day. Oh really? Yeah. You I, know, I won't ask him. You, you ask Do, him. Okay, I'll be that guy. <laughs> I'm totally down. You be the guy. I'm in. Just because, like, hearing your voices together, like, in uh, so beautiful. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> now, you were mentioning all those rappers that you wanted to work with, and then I was listening mm. to Prisoner, and I noticed you were rapping on there. Yeah. Did some more research, and then I had no idea you actually released mixtapes in the past. I did yeah. So why not rap on more of the songs? Well, I would like to, but um, yeah, I mean. The thing is, is um, this particular album that I just put out needed to be a collection of of songs like heartfelt, soulful songs, and uh, there wasn't much call for it. I think if I'm going to do more hip hop stuff in the future, I want that to kind of be the core of the album, a, a lot of a lot of it, uh, rather than just dotted around for the sake of it. Um, also. My label are a bit scared of it. You know, no, I say I talk too real sometimes. So you didn't want to have like a variety of sounds, right? When somebody, when some artists like go to like put together an album, mm-hmm. they want every song to be different and it wants to just showcase all of their styles yeah. and everything they can do. Yeah. But you were telling a story. There was a through line to everything. Yeah, there, there was a bit of a thread for this one. Um, it's called Back from the Edge, and, and it's, it's like I said, it's a lot of redemption. Yeah. There's a, there's a redemption theme there. It, it's literally your life, and that's yeah. how, when I listen to it. That's how I, I kind of I played it out in my head that way. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you saw the vision. Yeah, but it's beautiful. I, there were some sounds on the album that you wouldn't expect if you just know you from Say You Won't Let Go. Yeah. Like, I was listening, and there's like, some funkier songs and some more upbeat songs. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's actually, it's weird, because I didn't, you know, 
like I said, I was writing all these redemption songs and I was writing all these like personal, personal songs for this album. Just it was a cathartic experience for me. And then um, I realized there wasn't many love songs. There wasn't, you know, I needed to, like same with Sober, I needed to just break things up a little bit. So I kind of wrote these songs as almost like fillers. Not, not that I set out to write fillers, but, you know, just simple love songs or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's not really, it wasn't really in my mind ever a single. It was just, because um, it, it doesn't really represent the album. Yeah, almost. not at all. Not at, not at all. Um, but it just kind of, it, it, it seemed like the most universal song and the one that would catch fire the most, I think. I think it worked. So get the album, basically. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so basically, basically everyone edge. go get the album. Out right now, seriously, you got to get it. It's phenomenal. When you look back at all the songs you've released so far in your life, mm-hmm. is there a song that you're the most proud of? That's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, do you know what? I'm really proud of, of most things that, that, that I've... Well, on the, on the last album. The first album, not so much. Yeah? Um, yeah, because I, like I said, I was trying to strike that balance a bit too much, maybe, um, by, of being like the X Factor winner and stuff. Um, but there's a song on my new album called Sermon that I, that I feel quite close to. And okay. I Remember Who I Was... And a song called Finally as well on the, okay. on the new album. So I know Finally. You like Finally. Yeah. That's okay. Is there a song that you were kind of skeptic and you were like, maybe this is not a song I should uh, put out there because it has to be attached to me for the rest of my life? Sober in a way. Really? Sober, a little bit with Sober, <laughs> which is actually in, in hindsight is one of my favorite ones now. Just because it was a bit, sh- it's a bit shallow, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway. It, that's kind of how I heard it. Yeah, it's a bit shallow. And I'm talking about like, you can play me all day. Like, you, you're like Lana Del Rey. You can play me all day like your video games or something. I said. <laughs> your, your, your lyrics are based in like rap. Yeah. It's like how somebody would like uh, break down a, like a rhyme or whatever yeah, they, call, yeah. they call it. So I don't know. I thought maybe some people would be like, this is some cheesy shit. But. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But yeah, as long as you like it. I'm all, that's it. That's really all that matters, that's, James. I made it for you, man. Let's, let's cut it out. <laughs> what else is on everybody's mind? Heather, you good over there? I'm great. I'm just listening. Okay. Well, I also I know you've mentioned uh, removing tattoos in the past to get mm. more like roles in Hollywood or whatever. But would you almost advise kids not to get them? Do you regret the tattoos? I would advise I would advise kids to think about it. You know, make sure that it's something that you really really like and uh, and that means something to you. Like for me, a lot of it was when I was self-medicating and uh and i just kind of like a lot of them i don't even remember actually a lot on this left arm is um from when i was younger and i let my friend practice on me like i let him practice tattooing and he's not a tattooist now at all (laughs) he's like a bin man or something but um yeah yeah i'd I'd say think about it because like i've got a few that i I look back on and they don't really mean anything to Mm -hmm. me and they're a little bit weird so they're faded i mean you've had these yeah there's a few faded yeah have you gotten any tattoo since the x factor yeah i got i mean uh, quite a few of them like the one i'm having removed on my hand was like my my logo and i I was like when i when i got out of that weird um depression phase and like when i was doing a lot of um you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't remember getting it, and I thought, how narcissistic is that? <laughs> and it was kind of like that scene in a movie when uh, I, I don't. I can't remember what movie it is, but he, he figures out like a really. Uh, he has an epiphany, and like he has all these tattoos that mean nothing to him. And it's, memento. I think you're talking. Is it memento? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Kind of was a bit like that. Yeah. What? So, how many do you want to get removed? What is the goal here? Oh, only the. I mean, I'm still thinking about it. Definitely this hand one. Okay. I thought about the neck one because I don't know. I, I would like to do some films, and I don't know how many roles I would get 
if they're like, oh, this guy needs to sit in a chair for six hours That's getting it. his makeup uh, done. So you want to act? A little bit, yeah. What kind of roles? I don't know if you've ever seen a film called Dead Man's Shoes. It's uh, there's no. like, there's a, a director in the UK called Shane Meadows who makes like This Is England and stuff like that. Okay. It's just like really raw, gritty... Um, just yeah you'd fit that vibe now I'm picturing you like walking down like a dark alleyway in London just like killing somebody <laughs> it's raining yeah, right. yeah. stabbing someone in the it's, heart it's, uh, there's murder I'm, I'm giving off a murderer vibe here yeah. today <laughs> that's brilliant Back from the Edge mm-hmm. that is the album out right now uh, you, you gotta check it out if you haven't so please 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 do it uh, a question for you mm-hmm. do you really not become a human being until somebody actually loves you is that truth I think so yeah I think I don't, I don't think you really feel the benefits of life until you appreciate yourself you know you like yourself whose love did you need was it an outside love or was no, it no, your it was love no de- no it was definitely within me i was i was looking outside of myself constantly i was looking for god through through you know a purchase or through a drug or through yeah. through women or whatever you know and uh i needed to look no further than than me james arthur you are phenomenal, my friend. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time. And I, I seriously, I hope uh, I hope this conversation was as good as the other ones you've watched because I yes, enjoyed it. I've loved it. I mean, sorry about the lack of energy. I've been uh, no, it's all good. Jet lag and <laughs> In and Out Burger. How many times have you done In and Out? A couple of times, brother. It feels good though. You regret yeah. it, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. James Arthur, everybody, come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.